Teachers Supporting Teachers, the podcast sharing insights into being and becoming a teacher. I'm your host, Narelle Lemon, a professor in education at Swinburne University of Technology in Melbourne, Australia. I'm curious and I love to use this strength to find out more. So what better way to support others and to create this podcast to be able to gain insights and perspectives from colleagues and friends. This is Series 7 and I'm joined by five pre-service teachers who are currently undertaking a study tour and global practicum supported by the new Colombo Plan. We are recording as we are experiencing our time in Kaching, in Sarawak, Malaysia, Borneo. I'm so excited about this series, something a little different. So make a cup of tea and find a comfy place to sit or pop those earbuds in and go for a walk as you listen to Rachel, Lisa, Taylor, Steve and Lewis share their insights into and about being and becoming a teacher. So welcome to Teachers Supporting Teachers podcast and we are in Kaching, Sarawak, Malaysia, Borneo and we've been here for some of us 24 hours, others 48 hours combination. There are six of us here and this series is going to talk about our experiences and we're going to capture them as we go through our three weeks here in Kaching, which is really exciting. I'm going to get everyone to say hello one at a time. Lewis, hello. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm well. Tell us something about yourself. Um, I've been, I think I've been in Borneo the, the longest of everyone here. I love it here so far. I'm very keen to, to start teaching next week. Fabulous, thank you. Hello, Taylor. Hello, Narelle. Share something lovely about yourself. Um, I'm excited to now be sleeping in a couple bed than me in a portal. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Hello, Rachel. Hello, good afternoon. <laughs> um, how are you? I'm good, I'm feeling nervous, but now that I'm in my own hotel room during this podcast, I'm feeling a lot better. <laughs> A lot more comfortable. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Hi, Stephen. Share. Hi. Hi. Can you share something lovely about yourself? Oh, um, well, I just came back from a, a lovely time with my family and stuff over Christmas, so that yep. was that was really nice. I suppose it's not really a fact about myself, but I, I did have a great yeah. Awesome. New year. It's nice. Very nice. Thank you. And hello, Lisa. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Can you share something about yourself? Uh, yeah, it's my first time to Kaching, first time in any Asian country, and I'm really looking forward to starting on Monday. Fabulous. Very nice. So this is us, and you will hear lots from all of us together, or different combinations, um, and also a few surprises on our, on our trip as well, as we discover Kaching and our growth as, as teachers. So the first thing I wanted to ask you all is... Um, a hope for this study tour that you have for yourself or for someone else. And I'm going to throw it up into the air for whoever wants to share first and then they get to nominate. I hope Lewis is able to find this instrument um, with talk. Ah, yes, yes. You'll have to share an insight into what you're hunting down 
Lewis? Yeah, the, the sape is, a, is an instrument played by some indigenous people here in Borneo. And uh, I've been looking at uh, videos of people playing it for like way over a month now and listening to music, so I'm keen to, to play it myself. It's, um, it's going to be exciting. I think we've hunted down someone who can help you, so this is going to be exciting. Very exciting. Um, me, so Rachel, I did my hope based around teaching in coaching. Mm. Um, we had actually touched on this earlier at breakfast about breaking down sort of barriers and expectations and doubts that you place on yourself in regards to teaching. Um, and being here, I'd like to not only continue doing so um, at the school, but also working my way through language barriers and cultural barriers that come through as well. Um, it's my second year now in teaching. And I think for a long time, I doubted myself as to whether or not um, I would be a good teacher, whether I'd make a great teacher. And people always said that, but I think because I hadn't had much experience with young children growing up, it was always a bit of a doubt in my mind. And um, yeah, after doing one prac and then half of it before coming here it's definitely um helped a lot with the doubt and yeah yeah it's it's a beautiful intention and hope you have for yourself yeah Thank that's you. lovely really nice lisa i guess like rachel mine is around teaching as well um i'm really hoping to gain a deeper insight into how children learn and the differences between the curriculum here and the curriculum back home mm. um I guess, and just seeing what strategies are used in the classroom here versus back at home and, and whether they differ in any way. Mm. Um, that's, that's the main hope mm. that I want to get out of this. Beautiful. Really nice. Taylor? Um, yeah, mine is also focused around teaching. Um, I said I would love to hope to build authentic and meaningful relationships with the students and teachers of other cultures. And I feel like growing up in country Victoria, my teachers and my peers really reflected my background and my experiences. And I think relating back to what Rachel said about um, breaking down cultural barriers and really responding to that doubt in your mind, um, I hope to be able to, I guess, respond to my own fears in that way because I know that this is not something that probably will come easy to me. So, mm. Gorgeous. Yeah, I hope to be able to form those relationships and build those bonds and really get a lot out of that. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful to watch you discover, unpack, be curious <laughs> with the hope. It's going to be lovely. Lewis, your hope, aside from hunting down magical musical <laughs> instruments, is there anything else you have for yourself in terms of a hope? I hope to have a like decent classroom management because the past uh, the past two um, placements that I've done have been mainly online, mm. and because of that, while I did develop things like lesson plan creation and, uh, and even just leading a class, but there's something yeah just the the physical nature of being in front of a classroom and mm. having to. Yeah, manage student behavior and um and like maintain engagement is something that I haven't done for an extended period yet. So I'm I'm very keen to do that. Mm, nice, great hope. Yeah, that's really good. Really nice. I'm excited for you. Really nice. Okay, I want to ask you all that none of you knew each other before coming here, and we actually didn't have the opportunity to meet in real life either before we came here which is a bit unusual because usually we do sort of a pre-orientation and we're all in the same room. 
Um, but for various reasons that didn't happen for us this time. So we kind of all met and as I've sort of, anyone who's following along on, on Instagram of uh, hashtag Swinney and Kaching has been noticing we started with three, we met in um, the airport at Singapore and then we collected each other and we became a five and then Steve finally um, joined us and we became came a six and we've kind of been getting to know each other um, super, super quickly and there's nothing like being overseas in a new city and discovering new things to get to know each other in so many ways. I want to know, what has that been like for you guys so far? The I'm sure you had anticipations coming and then, you know, what's everyone going to be like? What it's like? What are your thoughts on that so far? It's Day- been a lot of fun. Yeah. So far, honestly. Oh, good. Like, I can't get over how different everyone is in this group, but how we have such a special bond already. Like, but like I have so many digs and inside jokes of Lewis because we met <laughs> on the first date. Um, and then hung out for like three hours getting SIM cards and everything else. And then Taylor and I have already sat in a hotel room for two hours on her bed talking. Mm-hmm. Lisa and I have this funny little look that we do with each other throughout the trip. And then Steve, we're so getting to know each other. But um, yeah, no, it's it's been really good so far. So yeah. yeah. Um, I did actually have some hesitation coming in. I think being the eldest in the group, I was a little bit worried about how I would bond with everybody else um but so far i've had a lot of fun and um yeah it's, it's been really great getting to know everybody and, and i guess same steve we're still getting to know each other and um that that's just i guess part of being the last one in but i'm sure you know in no time we'll all be um, we're already i think quite close and i think that's the beauty of having such a small group too it helps yeah, no, I think the fact that we're all a group of um, sort of soon-to-be teachers, we've all been in that position where we ask a, cl- a class a question and don't get a response. So we all know how to <laughs> fill the space with our own voice and that's made it quite easy for us to <laughs> get to know each other quite quickly, I think. Yeah, beautiful. I'm also wondering, culturally, what have you noticed? There's nothing like arriving in a new city, new country, first time for all of you, third time for me, and I'm, I'm noticing different things. Um, I'm interested to, to hear your insights into things that you've noticed um, as we've been out and about in um, the community. I'd, I'd say it's um, far more diverse than any other place I've I've travelled to like you sometimes uh, like some places I've been to you know maybe it's often you know monocultural or maybe there's like a second language that shifts in but here there's sort of just walking down the, the streets you go down one lane where all the signs are in Chinese script and then you go down another it's in Malay another in English another there's some like uh, Tamil or Indian mm-hmm. um, looking places it's just there's so much in such a small space mm. um, it's sort of a lot to take in really. Mm. Mm, beautiful observation yeah I found that everyone's been super lovely um, out in the street and in restaurants and just every experience I've had so far um, but I don't know if I'll get used to the paparazzi that follows <laughs> Taylor and I. I was gonna. Yeah. I, was, and, I was. I was wondering if you were gonna share share this and to give your experience of, of the pap. Yeah. To give our audience context, um, both Taylor and I are blonde. So yeah. We have paparazzi following us. Blonde, blonde, blonde hair women are um, very, very rare. And I think after three years of um, 
the gift that the pandemic has been less less tourists so we have two lovely blonde young women <laughs> with, with us and um a lot of attention is coming with with the hair and lots of cameras stuck straight in the face without permission we had an experience at lunchtime today that was a little bit confronting and so it's been um, a beautiful chance to sort of talk boundaries and how what that is and how we do that in a in another country and how to feel comfortable and still true to ourselves um, and respectful so um, this will be an ongoing uh mission you'll be an ace by the by the end of it i think <laughs> what else are we noticing well, i think we've got to mention the food mm. i'm not used to having noodles for breakfast but um, i'm slowly <laughs> getting used to having quite a range to choose from from the buffet in the mornings yeah yeah it's pretty special lots of different flavors that i've never tasted mm. before and lots of new names that I'm learning and starting mm. to figure out what I like and what I can have as a go-to order when I go somewhere, which is nice to have. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the community as well. I mean, you guys are from Melbourne, so I'm from Brizzy, so it's a little bit more uh, up my alley with the community. But yeah, I think that's been a big um, shock as well to the system. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Uh, I think maybe for me it's been the warmth of the people here mm. so far, um, aside from the paparazzi. <laughs> um, we were lucky enough, uh, Noelle and I were lucky enough on our morning walk a couple of days ago to be invited into a temple because we'd been caught in some really heavy rain um, and that was quite special. A really beautiful lady invited us in and gave us a really nice cup of coffee which was amazing um, mm. and really helped warm us up. So yeah, I think for me that was pretty special as well. Mm was a very special, unique experience. Yeah. Yeah. We were, looks like we'd stood in the shower with our clothes on. We yeah. were that wet. Yeah. So it was um, a, a nice, nice moment of care um, and a very, very special, very special moment. Okay, I want to ask one more question to each of you before we say goodbye in this first of our episode in this series. And I'm... Um, wanting to ask if you would share something you want to try for your teaching or something where you want to push yourself either or or if you're feeling really courageous and you want to share both that would be nice i feel like i want to try like bringing my own like personality and, and like humor into my lessons and like and not feel like i'm i'm putting on a a character when interacting with with students and, and staff. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to feel like I'm authentically myself at the same time as like giving, uh, giving good lessons and like, like genuinely connecting with, um, yeah, with students and staff. Mm, beautiful, love it. I think I really wanna push myself with the language here. Um, mm. Whilst I'm here to teach English, I think I really would really love to be reasonably good. I know that that's ambitious, um, but just to be able to like have the basics down pat, and I think to it's also a sign of respect to be able to say hello, goodbye, thank you, and possibly. So, mm. uh, yeah, that's something I really want to push myself to keep on top of, and I've already started practicing like in the mornings to the stars and Salama Puggy and Sarah Makasi, and yeah, I'm excited to be able to add that to my repertoire. <laughs> Beautiful, really nice. 
And we've started pointing with our thumbs as yes. well. So. Yes. That's a big, one. big one. The change of how we, how we point. Yeah, nice. Uh, I think for me, I'm the same as Taylor. It's just really trying to learn um, what I can with the language. Mm-hmm. Um, and if all else fails, I think I will just learn um, the sentence of, I don't understand. <laughs> I think that will help me in this situation, but no, yeah. um, I agree, I think it's a respect thing and I'm really looking forward to being able to use some of that in the classroom as well. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, something I'd like to try with teaching is if there are any extracurricular school activities that are going on. Mm. Um, so whether that's, it's been mentioned, home visits, um, but also if there's uh, art classes, PE lessons, anything that sort of falls outside of the norm. I'd like to take part in that as well. So. Mm. Fabulous. Embrace the community, the school community, and, and what comes with it. Really nice. Yeah, um, when we were sort of jotting some notes on things before, uh, I just sort of wrote that I, I felt like I need to start being more direct mm. or more strict because I, I feel like my, my personal style on my previous placements in Australia has been sort of very open and flexible but I, it feels like in order to sort of match the environment and the culture and the expectations of the community, staff, the children, I'm actually going to have to be, I think, yeah, be more direct. Um, and also, you know, one of the, my other strengths is sort of feel like I'm really good at one-on-one interactions with children, but with such um, big class sizes, I'm, I think actually by being sort of more rigid, I can then ensure that I do still get those quality interactions, whereas if it's, I think, with so many children, with it being, if it's too loose and flexible, then I, you, you might find that actually some get lost to the back, and so I think, uh, yeah, sort of changing my mannerisms and things like that will yeah. help ensure that those other goals I have of, of being really child-focused and, and stuff like that and strength-based can still come to the fore. I just have to sort of, yeah, modify myself and, yeah, be more direct, yeah. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, lovely intention. Yeah, that's great. So thanks for joining us for our first episode. And we cannot wait to share our experience, our learnings, our ups and downs, our challenges, our surprising moments as we share our study tour experiences here in Kaching. And um, we hope that you tune in and be a part of that as well. So thanks for joining us. episode has sparked ideas, provided comfort or supported you in your professional growth, I'd love for you to take a moment to share your thoughts on social media and I invite you to do this with the hashtag Teachers Supporting Teachers. To access these episodes notes and other episodes as well as resources, feel free to connect on the web at www.exploreandcreateco.com or on Instagram at rallypops. I'd love to connect with you. Thank you to Magnus Mooney for the music. And thank you to my colleagues and guests who are part of Series 7. And as you reflect on this episode, consider the questions, what are your hopes for your growth as a teacher? What are you noticing around you that has you thinking differently? And how are you going to challenge yourself with your teaching?